0: Tonight on Garbage Time Fantasy Football, we have a special 20-round PPR Superflex mock draft for you guys. It's time for Garbage Time. guys welcome into garbage time fantasy football tonight we have a special recorded episode for the heckling fandom it is just me joe tonight and we have some special announcements with our drafts coming up this week this week is our auction draft coming up on sunday where we will give you a nice review of our league breakdown we also have two special drafts we will be entering in for this weekend the first one is the bdge superflex 20 round mock draft that i'm going to be doing for you guys tonight and then we will be in the draft live at 6 p.m next weekend and we're going to be bringing it live to you guys from 6 p.m to see how far we get into that draft but interestingly enough we also have our auction draft is 7 15 so we'll give you a laydown of how far we get into the BDGE 3 draft and then we'll jump over to our auction draft and if we didn't finish out the bdg3 Draft by then, we'll give you a lay down of the rest of our roster after. Guys, without further ado, let's jump into this 20 round super flex draft and see what we come up with. All right. I cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them, can't do it. I want winners. So, following this draft, too, the following Wednesday, we are in the Megalobowl on that Wednesday where all of us will live stream in and we will take the advice of each other's companionship and then bring it to the heckling fandom to see how we do in the megalo bowl too. So that'll be interesting to do and bring to the heckling fandom guys. If you like what you hear on garbage time, fantasy football, make sure to like and subscribe to the video down below. Feel free to leave your comments, scream and yell at us at www.garbagetimeff.com where you can leave voicemails. If like you actually hate the picks. That I make tonight in this mock draft or the picks that we make in the BDG three bowl this weekend without further ado, let's get into this mock draft and see where it leads us on this journey. So starting this mock draft off, I am starting from the four position 12 person super flex. So this is going to bring a great importance to the quarterbacks early and we'll see where that leads us down the road. So going off first in this mock draft is Justin Herbert, Josh, it's Justin Herbert, Cooper Cup and Josh Allen so I am now on the clock and I've got some decisions to make looking at this board I, I think I really want to go with a quarterback early gear too because I mean in the Superflex League they're inherently important to pick one So I think what I'm going to do is go with Patrick Mahomes in this spot listen Patrick Mahomes is the kind of quarterback that even though the weapons may be gone Uh, in a sense now that Tyreek Hill is gone, they may be looking to pass at a 70% passing rate this season just for the fact that the running back situation is a bit sketchy. So Patrick Mahomes in the first round to get that quarterback position out of the way in the fourth spot, I think is an absolute great evaluation that you can take for this draft. So with Patrick Mahomes off the board, after that was Lamar Jackson, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Eckler, meaning a lot of quarterbacks that come off, Travis Kelsey, and now we're back on the turn where Chase comes off the board. So you're seeing those high-end wide receiver ones starting to come off the board. Delvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, now Mark Andrews, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, and Devontae Adams. Now I need to figure out what I want to do now that we've got our quarterback position out of the way and what I really think I want to do is take a premium at one of the other two positions at this spot currently at the top end there's Joe Mixon DeAndre Swift Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley Elvin Kamara is here too so I think I can get one of these guys on the turn so I may want to look at one of these top end wide receivers here too so pairing with Patrick Mahomes from the fourth spot on a 12 team 20 round draft I think I really like Debo Samuel because there's the rushing upside with him and he's a high-end wide receiver who had 1,400 yards last season. So I think Debo Samuel is a good pick in this spot, and I will get my running back in the third round. Next off the board after that was Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Stephon Diggs, another premium wide receiver, and Aaron Rodgers is off the board and Saquon Barkley. And I am back on the clock. So I have absolutely no problem at this point, and I've said this in the last few episodes of Garbage Time Fantasy Football, taking Elvin Kamara as your number one wide receiver. And in the third round of a 12-team Superflex league, I don't think there's much downside to doing that because I don't think he's going to be suspended for the season. You could also look at Aaron Jones at a range like this. That's not a bad option either. Nick Chubb is there too, but I think there's much more upside in Alvin Kamara in a 600- to 1,200-person league where you need upside, where players have higher ceilings than each other. I feel like Alvin Kamara is going to give that to me. So I think starting off my Superflex draft with Patrick Mahomes. Evil Samuel, and Alvin Kamara is a good start. Next off the board after that was Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Nick Chubb. Then we have CeeDee Lamb, who is another premium wide receiver. Aaron Jones, who I was talking about as a good receiving option. That's quite underrated. Tyreek Hill, Trey Lance comes off the board. Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette, Kyle Pitts in the fourth round, which is about where he's starting to go now. Derek Carr, Connor, who I'm a little bit down with on the – rushing touchdowns brees hall who i'm a little bit higher on aj brown mike Evans, george kittle and now i'm on the clock and i have to decide which direction i want to go with this team sitting here in the fourth round there's some interesting choices i could make here and in the super flex league with in this format three wide receivers and two flexes you're going to want to fill out these spots too so i need to decide if i want to sit on quarterback here or fill out my other positions here and I think just based on the premium of needing the quarterbacks in a super flex league I'm gonna take Kirk Cousins here in this spot. So Kirk Cousins is off the board for me in this spot. And after that we have Keenan Allen, T Higgins, Ezekiel Elliott. This is about the range where he's going as a running back. So if you really punt on the position there, you can take him in that spot and potentially get another running back in a 12 person league such as a Travis Etienne. Maybe you'll fall to the fifth round. Antonio Gibson, who I am very far off on anymore, and David Montgomery. And this squarely puts me back on the clock. So now I'm trying to look at the value of what's here at this position. And Michael Pittman staring at me in the fifth round, I think, is an excellent value because he's someone that could potentially be also a wide receiver one. And getting a wide receiver one in the fifth round is absolutely essential to be successful, especially in a tournament where there's so many players – who are going to have a different variety of teams. So you want to look for that upside. So I think Michael Pittman here in the fifth round is absolutely great value. Next off the board after that is Cam Akers, D.K. Metcalf, Javante Jalen Waddle, Deontay Johnson, Tua Tungvaluwa as the second quarterback on team nine, Darren Waller, J.K. Dobbins, Justin Fields, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, Schultz, Moore, TJ Hawkinson, Brown, Jacobs. And this puts me on the clock in the sixth round. Being in the sixth round in this spot, I think I'm going to want to start looking at uh, potentially the wide receivers and the tight ends in this spot. Um, I think there's still some decent options here at the tight end position. So I'm going to go slink back, I think, two the wide receiver position here and I mean Cortland Suttons staring me right in the face and while I'm not a giant fan of Cortland Sutton. there's people that have talked about him potentially being the number one wide receiver for Russell Wilson this year. Uh, Cooper's there not so high on Cooper Brandon Cooks is highly underrated too but let's go with the young upside here and I'm going to take Cortland Sutton I think in the sixth round of the six nine which is a good value. Rounding out after Cortland Sutton is Mitchell. From San Francisco, Trevor Lawrence as a second QB for team two. Brandon Cooks, who I just discussed in this spot. Matt Ryan, A.J. Dillon, Cooper, and I am back on the clock. And I think this is where I'm going to go to to select my tight end. And listen, I have been beating the drum about picking a tight end in a high-volume offense. And there wasn't much more for high-volume offenses than the Buffalo Bills last year. I loved the upside of this player. And I think he's going to be in for a lot of touchdowns again this year. Uh, Give me Dawson Knox here in the seventh round. He's the first tight end in this spot. And let me remind you for the BDG three tournament too, you're not going to be able to take people out of these positions after these 20 rounds. Like you're not going to be able to trade between these positions. The waiver wires are going to be limited after a while too. So you need to be able to acquire these players and have potentially two, three tight ends to be available. And you may need to select quarterbacks and have enough of them ready for your team to be available. So I think it's going to be very important to have a lot of these spots filled up with these premium positions. And after I took Knox, Mike Godwin, St. Brown, Mooney, Robinson, Smith, Bateman, Edwards, Walker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Winston, Michael Thomas, Harris for New England, Gabriel Davis, who I'm also big on this year, Mac Jones, Drake London, and this puts me back on the clock after Miles Sanders' selection. So now I've got some flexibility and can go in a lot of different directions looking at what's available to me in these spots um in the Superflex league it's very important i think to have a third quarterback option um there's not a ton that i'm absolutely in love with here uh ryan tannehill's still sitting here in that spot looking at the running back spots tony pollard kareem hunt cordell patterson are still here uh, i think there's a little bit more value later on at the running back spot though. So i'm going to look to avoid that spot uh, i could take Hunter Renfro, Elijah Moore, DeAndre Hopkins in this spot. I really like Elijah Moore in this spot. So I think that's what I'm going to select here. Listen, he could be the Jets' number one QB this year. Um, I think he'll show out, whether it's Joe Flacco in week one or two, or we see Wilson back. I really like him, and he's really showing out in training camp. So the upside with him is there. So I'm going to look to take Elijah Moore in that spot in the eighth round. Off the board after that was Zach Kurtz, Dallas Goddard, Trelon Burks, Tony Pollard. DeAndre Hopkins, who is suspended. And Hunter Renfro, this puts me back on the clock. So, as I was saying, there is not a ton of options for your QB3 at this point. So, I really have to kind of consider it. And at these current spots in... Yeah, no, I think at the ninth round, I'm still going to fade this. So, I'm going to go back to the well here. I think, and select... Give me one moment, it appears my draft board is messing up, but no problem, we just fixed that. So Ryan Tannehill is kind of staring me straight straight back in the face. Ayukes potentially someone I could take here, Olave, or I could really maybe stack some of these players together. But what I think I'm going to do is select my third QB, and listen, Tannehill could be a starter for the entire season. A Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Ryan Tannehill was a trio at the quarterback position, feels pretty safe to me in a super flex league. So off the board after that is Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Cordell Patterson, Deshaun Watson, Adam Thielen, Zach Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, Chase Edmonds, Singletary. Christian Kirk, James Cook, Garrett Wilson, Rashad Stevens, who was a great value in the 10th round. We have Mike Gusecki, Tyler Lockett, Chris Alave, and this puts me back on the clock. So what I think I'm going to look to do in this spot is round out my roster a little bit more. I've got Four wide receivers. So let's see what we got at the running back position. Damien Pierce is staring at me in the 10th round, and he could be easily the number one running back for the Texans this year. Listen, they rested him up in the second preseason game, and they wanted to get looks from other players at that running back position. So this could be telling that he may be getting the most amount of touches there for Houston and eventually the number one running back there for the Houston Texans. So I really like him as a decent option in the 10th round. He could be a steal and end up being a high-end running back, too, for you by the end of the year. So in a large tournament such as the BDG3 tournament, I think he's an excellent value in this round. So I'm going to take him without hesitation. Off the board after that is Pat Friermuth, Melvin Gordon, Alan Lazard, we have Sky Moore, Cole Komet. Robert Woods, and this puts me back on the clock. I'm going to see where the value falls with these rosters now. And in a flex kind of tournament where you're looking for a lot of upside, I think selecting someone like a Kadarius Tony. In the 11th round could be a lot of value and could give you potentially a lot of upside playing on a Giants team, which is quite questionable on the offensive side. You know, they're going to run the ball with an improved offensive line. But Tony showed us last year what he could potentially do. And if you get that kind of value where you're, again, playing in these tournaments where you're looking to have high upside, Tony has that upside. Um, we can also still evaluate the running back position. Madison's there. Michael Carter. I don't really much like what I see here. Tyler uh, jar a little bit farther down, but we can probably pick him up a little bit later. Um, so I'm going to go with Kadarius Toney in this spot and see what shakes out in the rest of this draft. Next off the board after that is, let's see what we got here. Chase Claypool, Elber O, Isaiah Spilla, Irv Smith Jr., Russell Gage, Michael Carter, Tyler Boyd, Jared Goff, Then we've got Alexander Madison who comes off the board, Tyler Higby, Michael Gallup, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Naheem Hines, Jarvis Landry, Ronald Jones. And this puts me back on the clock after Hunter Henry. So what I think I'm going to look to do here now is look at the entire board and see potentially what could work out for me here in this spot. Let's see. James Robinson is there at 144. Darrell Henderson and Tyler Algier. I've already filled out the wide receiver spot quite nicely here in this spot. Christian Watson's staring at the spot. Um, George Pickens is down there. I think I can wait another round to get George Pickens. Um, I can maybe look to get another tight end, but there's still a few on this board that I like. But you're going to need them, especially in this spot. So... I think I'm going to look to take care of that spot on the next round and take another running back. So, you know what? Give me Tyler Algier in this spot. Off the board after that was James Robinson, Rondell Moore, Rashad Wright, Christian Watson, Jamison Williams, Jacoby Myers. And I am back on the clock in the 13th round. Like I said, I've only got one tight end currently in the spot. Um in the BBG3. Tournament where you have 20 players to fill out your roster and you really need to figure out what you're going to need for these tournament styles. Um, So, I'm going to look to take another tight end at this spot because you probably should have three, especially in this kind of a format. So, I think Noah Fant in this spot wouldn't be too bad. You can look at David Njoku too. Um, There's still some guys down this list I like. I think Brevin Jordan would be my third tight end, maybe a little bit later in this spot. So, let's take Noah Fant. Uh, Not a great opportunity, I don't think, there with Seattle. But you need to fill up this roster a little bit more with some tight ends. So off the board after Noah Fan was Darrell Henderson, David Njoku, George Pickens, who was a great value in that round. Someone I'm also going to consider when we get into these drafts a little bit more. Kenneth Gainwell, Jahan Doxon, Khalil Herbert, DJ Chark, Gerald Everson, Devontae Parker on the turn goes. Then Brian Robinson was being looked at by a lot of people. Marlon Mack, JD McKissick. Kenny Galladay, Jalen Tolbert, who is very big on Garbage Time Fantasy Football with Ron and JJ. They love Jalen Tolbert this year. Jamal Williams and Julio Jones. So now we're going to go back and look at the value that's left here at a lot of positions. Um, Harman, who just got hurt, is still there. You could look at Pierce in the 14th round. I think he could potentially be some decent value. Um, Palmer, I think a little bit later. Romeo you know, Dubs is at that position, but where I see true value here is with someone like. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Alex Pierce in this spot. I think it's uh, good to take him in the 14th round and in the 176th player. He's been starting with the ones there with uh, Indianapolis. Actually, no, I'm going to go with KJ Osborne instead. Listen, I think Minnesota's offense could be a little bit high powered this year. And I think I want to get pieces of that offense for that. So I think he's a decent pick in this spot in the 14th round. And off the board after that is – let's see where we're at. It's going to be clustered right now. McCole Hardman, Evan Ingram, Robert Tunyon, Mark Ingram, and Tyrion Davis-Price. So in the 15th round here, I'm just taking my shots, and I'm going to see what I can look at here. Um, Raheem Mostert is a weapon Zade, Uh Darius white is still on the board for the Las Vegas Raiders. He could be an interesting target this late um, Palmer's pretty good for the Los Angeles chargers. Another piece of a high powered offense should one of those top two guys go down could potentially maybe get him on the next round. Though, listen, I could probably still use another tight end, but there's still a few that I like in that spot. So, you know what I'm going to take in this spot? I'm going to go with um, Zamir White for the Las Vegas Raiders. Good value. I think a good pick here, especially in the 15th round of this draft. Off the board, after Zamir White falls, <laughs> Van Jefferson, Raheem Moster, who's probably, I believe, going to be the backup for the Miami Dolphins, Gus Edwards, Darrell Williams, Austin Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Jamison Crowder, Sammy Watkins, Josh Palmer, who I was hoping to get on the turn, but unfortunately did not. Chuba Hubbard, Deontay Foreman. After Deontay Foreman is Sony Michelle, Kenny Drake, Jeff Wilson, who I don't think is going to get much work there with the 49ers, but God knows with that backfield, honestly. Keontae Ingram, Jared McKinnon, this puts me back on the clock. So now I've got four running backs, four wide receivers, and two tight ends. So I may want to go back to the well here. Um, I'm going to shoot my shot here on my third tight end, I believe. And I think one this late that could be decent is Brevin Jordan, who showed out for the Texans a little bit last year. And I think he's talented enough to get a little bit of work in that offense. So I really like Brevin Jordan in that turnaround spot. Uh, Off the board after that is Isaiah Pacheco, someone who I didn't even consider and I really should have looked at in this spot. So maybe I'll look at that a little bit more this weekend in the BDG3 draft. Maybe some of uh, my league mates, too, will bring that to my attention, especially this late in the draft. Off the board after that is Ito Benjamin, Chris Evans, Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, and Davis Mills. So a quick run on third quarterbacks by these teams here. I'm going to go back to the positions and see where the value is at. Um, still a few quarterbacks here on the board. Don't really think I want one here, but listen, Romeo Dubs is still sitting here in the 17th round. I think it is great value, especially this late in the draft. So Romeo Dubs, someone who could eventually, I don't think right away, get into the top three wide receivers for the Green Bay Packers. I think it'll be the veterans early, but who could get warped after maybe Thereby, could be a good value for me and to bring my team a little bit farther. So giving Romeo dubs as the 17th round, excellent value there. Off the board, after that, let's actually scroll down and see if we can get this team a little bit closer. So off the board, after that, after Romeo dubs, was Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, Jimmy G, Odell Beckham, Isaiah McKenzie, which kind of sucks. I was, that was the next player I was looking at. I think he could be playing in the slot with the Buffalo Bills this year. Could have been a good value, but you can't get every player you want, so it's all right to pivot if you don't get all the players that you want. Off the board after that is Jacoby Brissett who will be starting 11 games for Cleveland Browns this year. Cameron Brait, Desmond Ritter, Drew Locke, Nico Collins, Kerry Davis, Tim Patrick, which makes no sense because he's going to be out for the year. Rob Gronkowski who is retired, and Logan Thomas so looking at the value of this position let's see what's left um damian hillard could be a good pick i believe in the spot should someone go down for the tennessee titans the yeti derrick henry he's a decent backup for that option robinson from the giants could get some work in the slot but i'm looking for some late value here i've already got three quarterbacks Could maybe get someone that has some running potential. And considering I already have. Yeah. Considering I already have Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to take his backup. Listen, Malik Willis, while raw, has running ability. And if he takes over for Marcus Mariota, he could be a good fantasy quarterback. Just based on the ability that he could run this year. So, you know what? Give me Malik Willis this late in the draft. I think that could be a good move here, especially in the 17th round. We're now entering round 18, where after that, Curtis Samuel goes off the board, Paris Campbell, and KJ Handler. So I am squarely now back on the clock and looking for value should someone go down. Uh, I think there is some value, and I think I'm going to select Mike Davis here in this spot. Should uh, the Baltimore backfield not work out with so many players coming back from ACL injuries, Mike Davis could be a good value and get some work off the board after that was Geno Smith, David Bell, A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, Kendrick Bourne, Devin Duvernay, Mowally Cox, LaVisca Chenault, Trey McBride, Taysom Hill, which should not be selected in any draft at this point. He's not going to do anything in fantasy football this year. Samaj P. Ryan, who... Again, at this point in the draft, should Joe Mixon go down, could be a good, decent value. Daniel Bellinger, William Fuller, Kyle Rudolph, Dearness Johnson, and Zay Jones. So now I've reached the point of my draft where I'm selecting the last player that I need. Um, this league is heavily influenced by the wide receiver position uh, for the fact that there's you're starting three wide receivers and two flexes, so you can throw them in a lot of spots. You could also throw them, I guess, in the super flex spot if you're just absolutely desperate and needed to. But I'm not looking to do that. So what I think I'm going to do is scroll down here. And I need to find someone who I can take a shot on. And taking a shot on someone in this spot. Not a lot of stuff I like in the 20th round. Uh, Thornton's hurt, too. I mean... Randall Cobb's still there. Not a ton I like the running back position. You know what? I've always been heavy on the running back position. You can always play two of them in the flex. But like I said, there's three wide receivers. Damn, this is tough, especially if you're the last pick of your draft. Um, you know what? Let's go with uh, Dalish Jones here in the 20th round. He could work himself into the starting lineup for the Chicago Bears. I think it's a good, decent shot here, too. Off the board after that, too, was Terrence Marshall, Kate Otten, and Sam Darnold. So, garbage time, fantasy football. Let me give you a lay down of what I did in my fantasy mock draft and what I like and what I don't like about this 20-person team. So, starting from the fourth position, I started this draft with Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he is missing Tyreek Hill this year, but he is still Patrick Mahomes, who's got a plethora of wide receiver weapons to throw to this year. I mean, he's got Sky Moore. Juju's not going to be bad. It, just tons of weapons. Another receiver they signed to three years. It, he's going to find ways to get all these guys to the ball, and the passing volume of that offense could be just great this year. In my second round, I took Debo Samuel, who's got the nice rush-up sign, has a new contract, and based on that contract, he gets paid more if he ends up getting into the end zone and ends up rushing a little bit more. So he's got that rushing upside. He's got the upside to have 1, 400 yards in the season, so – it's going to be different with Trey Lance there, but I think with him in the second round, that's a good evaluation. Alvin Kamara, I am now comfortable taking him as my first running back in the third round. I think that's decent value here. Kirk Cousins is my second QB in the Super Flex League, I think is excellent considering he's going to be having a new head coach who kind of is going to be his quasi-offensive coordinator, bringing in the Rams offense. So maybe we can see that kind of mass step or jump from Kirk Cousins this year. Always overlooked. Always overlooked. After that, I've got Michael Pittman, number one wide receiver upside, in an offense that I think is going to be quite good with Matt Ryan at the helm. I think people are underrating that. Cortland Sutton, who could be the number one wide receiver for Russell Wilson this year. I've got Dawson Knox for the Buffalo Bills. Again, this is a tight end and a high-powered offense, who is going to be very touchdown dependent. Um, There's a lot of weapons there, but he showed he could be touchdown dependent when there was a lot of weapons there last year. So why not take the shot at him in this round anyway? Then I took Elijah Moore, who could be the number one wide receiver for the Jets in the eighth round. One of my favorite values here in my homer pick for this upcoming draft. Off the board after that, I took a third QB because you're going to need a third QB in a, double, in a two quarterback league, also known as a super flex league. So Ryan Tannehill here, I think it's pretty decent value. So wait, let's look to see if that ends up working out for us. Then in the 10th round, I took Damon Pierce because I think Damon Pierce could be the number one running back for the Texans. All the reports out there and the way he performed in that first preseason game are alluding to that. There is not one thing that Damon Pierce doesn't do at least well. He is not bad at any one facet of football. And he didn't have the volume while he was at Florida, but he is going to get that volume of the Texans. And he's going to be an excellent value, especially for you late in drafts. Then I took a shot on Kadarius Tony because he's still got that wide receiver one upside. We only saw it in one or two games last year. But, hey, in tournaments, you want to take those chances on high upside players. So why not? In the 12th round, I went with someone who I don't think has a very high ceiling but could get work on first and second down with Tyler Algier. So I think a decent pick here. Uh, I went with my second tight end, Noah Fant, in the 13th round. You know, there's some decent weapons there on the outside. Don't like the quarterback situation there, but no offense been all right for fantasy football. I'm taking him as your second tight end. Not the worst thing in the world. Then I went with KJ Osborne. Should there be an injury to one of those top two wide receivers on that team, Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen, who has been getting talked up the last few weeks as a potential high red zone target, KJ Osborne could be in for some work. Um, So like him there in that spot, I also picked Zamir White, who could be getting work in a committee for the Las Vegas Raiders. I think he's going to be more valuable in the second half of the year for your team. So also like him there in that spot. Uh, round 16, uh, Brevin Jordan, who I think is very underrated, and who is a young quarterback's best friend. So with General Davis Mills combating for the Texans this year, Brevin Jordan was a favorite of his last year. And Titans don't typically perform very well in their rookie year. But Brevin Jordan did all right. And this is going to be him entering on what I believe is his second year now. So could be just a little bit better. So I really like what we saw from Brevin Jordan last year. And I think it's like your third tight end in a 20-person roster. Not a bad option for you. Then Romeo Dubs, who has been completely talked up in the Green Bay Packers camp. Didn't seem to do a lot in the last preseason. But listen, you know, there's a lot of reports out there. You're taking shots in the 17th round. So why not? Then I took Malik Willis in the 18th round as my fourth quarterback. I handcuffed him to Ryan Tannehill should he end up taking over that job. Great rushing upside. The passing game needs a little bit of work, but he could be a decent fantasy football option for you in the second half of the year if you're not really able to take players off the waiver wires in a tournament such as this. Then I've got Mike Davis in the 19th round. So this is based on injury history of the two top running backs, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins for the Baltimore Ravens. Listen, Mike Davis could be a great value for you in the 19th round, especially in these formats, and he could help win your leagues if those two were to go down. Could be a great flex running back for you if you can't get off waiver wires. Now, listen, if you're in a 10-person league and it's 14, 50 rounds, Mike Davis shouldn't exist on your roster. But in the 19th round, take a shot at him. And then I rounded out our roster with Bayless Jones, someone that could also work himself into the starting lineup of the Chicago Bears. No reason you can't take a shot on a a guy like that in the 20th round. Um, Other players that I like selected in the 20th round of this uh, draft tour, Samaj AP Ryan. He's a direct backup. Should Joe Mixon go down? Bellinger is a good tight end, too, for the uh, Giants. He's the number one tight end for the Giants, actually. But, you know, rookie tight ends don't always perform, but that's someone you could work, worth taking a shot on to. Zay Jones, good slot wide receiver. Last year, going to be playing with Trevor Lawrence. So maybe you can get some upside for him there, too. So, guys, this was a 20-round mock draft, super flex format for specifically the BDG3 tournament coming up this weekend. Garbage Time Fantasy Football is very excited to be a part of that. I hope you guys will join us at 6 o'clock for that draft. I'm hoping that my league mates are going to argue with me about the draft picks I'm going to be making in that kind of format. know i want to get out there and try to flex garbage time fantasy football's muscles in front of the fantasy football community and i'm hoping that you'll join us for that live show and help garbage time fantasy football i think it'll be great to uh you know get out there like we said in the fantasy community and just uh try to rip off this year do well in that tournament do well in the I think it's going to go really well for all of us so guys if you like what you hear on garbage time fantasy football and if you think the super flex mock draft helped you especially in big tournament styles where we're going to be getting into the bdg3 tournament or the Megalobowl bowl next wednesday um not this upcoming wednesday but next wednesday so make sure to set your times for that here on youtube make sure to like and subscribe to the show you can listen to this show in audio format on spotify apple google pandora Anywhere else, you get podcasts, too. And if you want to talk to me or JJ, you can talk to us on Instagram at Garbage Time Fantasy Football. And you can listen to us on Twitter. You can talk to us on Twitter at Garbage underscore Time FF. Make sure to visit our website at www.garbagetimeff.com Make sure to leave us questions on Twitter. We will play them on our live shows. I hope that this tournament is going to be good for us. I hope that this episode is going to be informative to any of your guys' upcoming mock drafts and your live drafts. And tune in with us over the next week because we will be getting into our live shows and live drafts next Monday, too. I believe we have our Auction League review where we're going to start talking shit about the teams that we developed on that Sunday on the auction block. Argue about what was good, what is bad about each other's teams. It's going to be a good time, guys. So make sure... To join the heckling fandom. And we hope you guys have a great night. Join us for our live episode on Tuesday or Wednesday. Have a great night, guys. Bye.